0: Our scripture reading for today is taken from the first letter of St. Peter, the fifth chapter, verses 10 and 11. May the God of all grace, who called us to an eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. These are your words, Heavenly Father. They are your truth. We pray that you would strengthen our faith through them. Amen. You may be seated. I have a brother in law who has worked as an assistant in a psych ward at a hospital, and he has a scar on his arm of a bite mark from one of the patients that he was trying to help. Sometimes people who are in positions of trying to provide care get hurt. They claim that in 2019, 3,500 plus paramedics in the United States were either shot at, hit, um, stabbed with a knife, or in some way assaulted by the very patients they were trying to help. In fact, it's become such a problem in our culture today that um, many uh, many cities now provide bulletproof vests for their EMTs. This isn't police we're talking about. We're just talking about the people in the ambulance that go to help people. And quite often they find themselves in, in very dangerous situations, even though, even though many of them have trained in order to help and provide assistance to people, that they would be put in that kind of a situation. From heaven's perspective... If you, as a believer in Christ, love your Savior and trust in him and love his word and so on, from heaven's perspective, you are in this world to provide help to the unbelieving world. In fact, God would teach us that it's only through you as a Christian that others will be brought to faith in Christ and come to the knowledge of him. That's why God leaves Christians here in this world. Those who love their savior, who cherish the fact that he's forgiven their sins of, and made them holy and righteous before God, that has earned a place for them in heaven. The reason God has you still here in this life and not in heaven now is because it is only through you that others can someday be helped and get out of their grave someday. Think of, think of the tremendous benefit that the Holy Christian Church Uh, causes to be present in this world for a world full of death and sin and trouble and violence that here are god's believers his faithful that he's given the gift of faith in christ in their hearts to be a benefit to the world and yet that same world and culture hates them hates christians ridicules them mocks them makes it hard for them at times to continue in their faith so hard that some christians just give up and they can't take it just like probably are some EMTs that have quit their jobs as well. Now we must be very clear all of the evil tragedy pain and suffering that a Christian will suffer in this world because of our faith all of that is due to the work of the devil himself and because of the horrific fall into sin that he brought into our world and we must never attribute the suffering that we go through and the evil that's in our world to God. God is never the author of all of that. And the challenge of suffering for your faith um, is intended by the devil and those who work on his side to ultimately cause you to let go of Christ. That's the real purpose behind it from the devil's perspective and that is to get you to stop believing in this Savior. Sometimes that can happen in very subtle ways. Um, I remember that I was thinking to myself as I was writing this homily, when it was the first time that I remember feeling kind of assaulted as a Christian, kind of kind of different because I was a Christian. I was probably about thirteen or fourteen years old, and uh, my parents wanted me to go to a Christian high school and were now putting aside some money to make sure that that could happen. And I was talking to some other uh, boys my age from the neighborhood. And they just couldn't believe that, that, that Christianity would matter that much, that I would have to go to another place and go to another school and probably not have as good a sporting opportunities and things like that. And it, it kind of, it, they kind of started picking on me for it and like, what's wrong with your family? That's the first time I remember feeling kind of odd and different and ridiculed because of my faith. But even in those subtle ways, The devil and those on the side of the devil uh, work against our faith and try to dislodge us from Christ. But God tells us in his word that he will always shape and bend any type of assault that comes to us, whether it's physical or psychological or emotional, whatever it is, God will always bend and shape any assault that comes to you as a Christian in a way that will ultimately serve his higher purpose, a higher reason and purpose a greater purpose a heavenly purpose think about think about uh, Peter himself who writes our letter today uh, Peter when he was so tested and tempted at the time of Jesus trial remember, and, and he denied Christ and everything Jesus said this to Peter if you remember at the time Simon Simon Satan has asked to sift you as wheat and then he says to him but when you return when you come back from this tribulation and this trouble, uh, when you return, strengthen your brothers. So he had a higher purpose to allowing Peter to go through this trial and this, this uh, difficulty. And he places him at the tip of the spear of his church after that, right up at the front, going out and proclaiming the same wonderful Savior to the world. Peter also reminds us here that God is going to always place a limit on how much suffering you and I might have to endure as Christians. He says, after you have suffered a while, it's kind of like like when maybe one of your parents um, disciplined you as a child, and maybe they put you in time out, or maybe they they took away some privileges for a while. Maybe you had to have a, a different curfew or something. But they didn't let it go on forever. They didn't want want the suffering you'd have to go through to learn the lesson. They didn't want it to, to overwhelm you and possibly kill your spirit. And so they knew that the ultimate purpose of it was for your good and for your benefit. And that's how God says he will be when it comes to the suffering you may have to endure in this world because of your faith in Christ. He will put a limit to it. He'll always have a purpose for it, and yet his ultimate good is always there for you. Peter said in a few verses before our text your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same sufferings you know sometimes in our culture today and uh, we can feel assaulted as Christians we can feel like we're feeling the pressure of the culture and the world all around us and it's hard to stand up to that and we can kind of sometimes fall into a little bit of a pity party for ourselves You know what's going on in other parts of the world as far as those who are holding on to Christ? You should see some of the things in the world that people are enduring around the world because of their love for this Savior. It's nothing that's unique to us, it's nothing that's unique to you or our day. Martin Luther said this, when, when you have to deal with difficulties because of your faith in Christ, he says, comfort yourself that you are one of a great company of sufferers, past, present, and future. He says, oh, beautiful, glorious company. <laughs> as part of the Holy Christian Church, this is, this is part of what it is in this world. This is something we go through as believers in Christ. And God says we should even expect it. But Peter says that through all of this, God will perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Those are four interesting words. Perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To to put you on a firm foundation. He will use all of this to make your faith even firmer in that wonderful Savior. And Peter wants us to remember here that God is ultimately in the final control. And he is above all of this and has his purpose to it. You know, the the holy Christian church in this world may shrink in your lifetime. There may be fewer Christians possibly in your lifetime as you're going to church. There might be less people in your congregation through the years. And we might feel oppressed by this culture around us and things. But understand this Jesus says that the gates of hell can't kill his church. And so this, this puny culture that we're living in certainly can't kill his church either. And Peter reminds us, he says, the God of all grace who has called you to an eternal glory. In other words, the purpose of all of this is God, who is the God of grace that's given you his undeserved love in Christ, is going to pull you through all of this to that eternal glory. That, that's ultimately what will get you through any suffering that you have to endure because of your Christian faith right now there are thousands maybe ten thousands or hundreds of thousands of souls in heaven who would have been in hell had it not been for the tribulations that they faced in this life that god used to keep them in their faith in christ and clinging to his word i don't know if you were like me but there are days there were days in my childhood when i was about 10 that you could have found me sitting on my bed confined to my room being disciplined by my dad or my mom and there might have been a moment at that time if you asked me if i if my parent loved me at that time that i might have said i don't know i'm not so sure later on however and now as an adult i clearly see the benefit of all that and i see the love that is in all of that as well when you and i finally arrive in heaven by god's grace through faith in Christ, we're going to look back on the trials and difficulties we faced, maybe even because of our Christian faith, and we're going to realize that even there, God's love was bringing us through all of this, and that was all there for a good and better purpose. The author of Hebrews says, No discipline feels right at the time, but later on it produces a harvest of righteousness. So your Lord says to you today, be faithful unto death and I will give you the crown of life. Amen.